Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I love some of you. I love the fact that some of you listen, um, especially old-time Washingtonians. I just mentioned third edition and a couple of bartenders, and now everybody's like, how did you miss out on... Of course, Pete Haley. Uh, Pete was the best. God rest his soul. Um, such a great guy. And yes, an all-time third edition bartender. Pete was phenomenal um, as an older person in life, working with young people and coaching young people. Um, and yes, Mary, I do. I do know, and I do remember one Alan Carroll. Uh, AC, if you're listening, and he does. Sorry for not mentioning you as one of the great third edition bartenders of all time. All right, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. I got a tweet this, right before the show that I read at the beginning. Kevin, I'm 32. It came from Gary. I've never rooted for a Washington team that had a chance to get to this weekend, a Super Bowl. What was it like? So I spent... 10, 12 minutes talking about what it was like. Look, the highlights for me is that it was the number one unifier this city has ever had, Uh, a city that can be so divided politically, um, so pretentiously uh, politically divided at times, and yet it didn't matter where you lived, what you did, 
uh, what your religion or race was. It unified everybody in this town. And yeah, somebody pointed this out before, and I agree. Washington back then was a big, small town. You know, it was big geographically, it was big population-wise, but it felt very parochial. It felt it felt very small. You know, I've always pushed back on this notion that this D.C. is only about its transience. There are a lot of us, a lot of us, and a lot of you that listen, that are born and raised here, or have at least lived the majority, the significant majority of your life here. And it's a great city, and it's a different city now than it ever was, but... Back then, it was the number one unifier. This town was beyond passionate. It was obsessed with the football team. But I think really more than anything else, there was this expectation that every single season, you were going to be good. And it was just a matter of level of good. You know, were you going to be 10 wins and, you know, playoffs, but maybe not a Super Bowl contender? Or was this a team that could actually win it all? You know, and the only other observation I made was I do think there was a taking for granted situation as it went on. And imagine that taking winning for granted. That's the position we were in, you know, assuming that they would win. Uh, because they did. They delivered every single year. Even in non-playoff seasons, they were 10-6 and six on two different occasions. But um, to me, what it, what it resulted in was a lessening of kind of the bloodthirst hunger that comes with the first time or when it's been a long time. And I don't know what it'll be like if the team ever becomes a sustainable winner and is in contention for this particular weekend of the year. I think it's a different city. I think the reaction will be different. I think there are a lot of people in town that couldn't care less. We're a larger population. We're a more sophisticated population than we've ever been. But anyway, let's get back to the phone lines. I want to hear what you think. Sam Monson will join us from... Vegas at 11.35. Sam, of course, with PFF. Ben Standing at 12. We've got Super Bowl trivia to talk about. Smell test, a lot more on the show today. But Ben from Iowa has been on hold for a while. Ben, thanks. Go ahead. Hey, Kevin. How are you, man? I'm well. Um, So, yeah, I'm 42 years old, and my first recollection of the Skins was the 88 Super Bowl. They were down 10-0 to the Broncos. And I remember I was ecstatic when they won, you know, ended up winning 42 to 10. Turns out that's the reason why I love them. And that was kind of the, the heart of the glory days. And when I was, were you living old, in town or are you, were you, are you uh, just from no, Iowa? I Northwest Iowa is where I grew up, but I have family in DC that moved out there to work uh, in media for CBS. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then the, when I was 10 years old, uh, they blew out the bills, and I remember I bawled my eyes out in just tears of joy. And when you're young, when you're that age, and anything that's good in life, you just think that's going to last forever. And yep. I remember two years after that, I was 12, we went out to visit in D.C., and I remember I was whining that I had to go visit and tour the monuments. So my aunt brought me to Carlisle, Pennsylvania. They had connections with Frank Herzog at the time. Mm-hmm. So I got to be part of the team. Norv Turner was uh, the coach then. They just drafted Heath Schuler. Supposed to be a big deal, but that little did we know that was the beginning beginning of the end. And 
it hasn't been the same since. But when you're 10 years old and they're the greatest team, right, it feels like it's going to last forever. And at that yeah, that's, time, that's like, a... even now, I feel like – yeah. Thanks, Ben, for the call. I want to get to some others, um, but I I appreciate that. And you're right. There was there. I mean, nobody. You would have been checked into St. E's if in 1992 you said it's going to be 32 years minimum before you're a relevant franchise again. You're not going to sniff the Super Bowl for 32 years. It's 31 because the year after 91. They did get to the divisional round playoff, and they were within a whisker of upsetting San Francisco and getting to the NFC title game. But, yeah, no one would have believed it. I mean, it just – there was no chance that this wasn't going to continue. And, by the way, I don't think we thought about things like, well, Jack Ken Cook is going to pass away at some point, and then there's going to be a new owner. I think the expectation was whenever Jack Ken Cook passes away, then John Ken Cook is going to be the owner. It's going to stay in the Cook family, which it's really a shame that it didn't. G from the shop. G's been around for a while. Tell people who weren't there for what it was like. Man, you know what it was, man. Born in B.C., raised in P.G. County, we was the standard. You know what I'm saying? We was like the Patriots, like like my man from Iowa just called. I'm 42, man. I was in the backyard, recessed down the park. I was Gary Clark. You know what I'm saying? We was like that. That's why we still bring up Chaz and, and Bobby Beffer, because they was like that, man. Hall of Fame, man. When, when, when the Pro Bowl mattered, man, I don't care if we didn't make the playoffs, man. We had many All-Stars, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm glad my man Sean Taylor is one of the main reasons the Pro Bowl done turned into an All-Star pillow fight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How he blew up that corner. That's why you got fans in Iowa. That's why down Carolina, they ain't had no team. Team back then. That's why so many Redskins fans down Carolina. Hey, per, the police around around Forest Heights, man, used to give us man Redskins trading cards. Man, them same police used to man chase us when we got older. You know what I'm saying? Lil G, Lil G, right now he's a Buffalo fan, man. My daughter likes yeah. the Bengals. My lord, my lord granddaughter Mina, man, she got so much burden of gold gear, man. She's a Redskins fan. My wife. Murray me, so she ain't got no say in it. She gotta be a Redskins fan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, man, like man, I believe this. That's why Doc Walker is the GOAT. And when we do win and we do punish the Cowboys, it's a whole better feeling. When we lose to them, my whole stomach hurts. I don't want to eat nothing, man. So man, for real, I wanna see in the time that I can smoke weed, drink, liquor, and bet on the games, can I please in my lifetime be able to do all three and see the Redskins win the Super Bowl, man. I love you, Shan. Yeah, I love you, too. And it, it, you know what? I was just thinking, you know how much I love you. If they're ever in the position of being able to contend, like there's an actual game we can really get excited about, a playoff game, a divisional round game, and then I mean, I want to be hanging out with G from the shop. Uh, let's go to my man Rick in Laurel. Rick, tell everybody what it was like when Washington was a really good bet to play on this weekend. Good morning. Time. Can you hear me, Kevin? I got you, Rick. Hey, hey check this out, man. I'm here. You brought up something. <laughs> 83 when they played the uh, Raiders. And, and, you know, we were favored by two points in that regular season game, and we won by two points. 
So looking forward to that Super Bowl, I'm like, it's, it's, it, got, it can't get me any better than that. And they blew us out. And I was eating chili, spoiled my appetite. But check this out. Uh, 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 back there on, what's that, Montana, and I guess W Street, they had a construction company over there. And the crane would, ha- uh, you know, would hoist a, uh, a risk in them, just like the bat call. Every time, man, you knew they was going to go to the playoff. You knew they were going to go to the Super Bowl. They were the best. And we used to hang out down at, uh, 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 the, uh, what is that, a nightclub called the Black Tahiti. And the I, I, wasn't, I wasn't at that one. I was in a different area of town. But tell me about it. I'm interested. Man, they were, you're talking about hands-on. We were right there. You thought I was a player. 1983, <laughs> man, we were there. It was the best. Hey, hey, hey Gary, you missing a lot. You missed, man, let me tell you something. They, they missed it. They spoiled us. They spoiled us. They did. Man, the spoiled us, man. It was the best. The best. Where was the, where was the Black Tahiti? The Black Tahiti was a nightclub off of K Street, Northwest. Right down there, right down there I, in the uh, 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 in the basement of one of them K Street buildings. It was the best. The black they used to hang down there, man. I don't, they, remember, I don't remember the black Tahiti. Yeah, the black Tahiti. It was on K Street. Oh, it was the best. K Street Northwest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I no, think no, it, no, if no. I'm not I mean, mistaken, it was like twenty, the twenty hundred block of K Street Northwest. All right. So the down best. by the prime Look rib. It up. Yeah. Look it up. It all was right. The best man. Good best call. Time. Always Rick. Yes, Great call. Pete. Pete wants to weigh in. Pete, go ahead. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Kevin. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm 50 years old. I remember those years. I, I resonate. You had a caller from Richmond and that called in a while back, and I get it. Going to school and being able to talk trash to Dallas fans, like I, that's what I miss. That's what you that's what you don't get. It's it's not even just about. Of course, it's about the Super Bowls and about the winning. But you can have a a sustained fandom even when you're losing. And that's what we don't have anymore. We don't have that right. team that, you know, Cleveland. And we're Cleveland not a lovable loser. I've been saying this for 12 right. years. Cleveland, we're a hateable loser. Cleveland loses loser. all the time, but you better believe the dog pound is, in, is intact in Cleveland. Yes. They love their team there. Right. We don't have that anymore. And it's I because of Dan. It's because he created just a miserable, dysfunctional, exactly. embarrassing mess. Exactly, and that's and that's the problem. We we didn't have a team that we could still be proud of, even right. when we were in those rebuilding or losing years. Right. We lost that. I remember when Doug Williams won that Super Bowl. I still have those USA. My my mom. I remember she she printed out the um, USA Today articles because, of course, being a black family, we were proud of the fact that our team had the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. We, I still have those articles. On hardback, um, on on hard postings that my mom scrapped for me back then. I remember I was a, I graduated from high school. I was a freshman in college when when um when that '91 team went to the Super Bowl in '92 and won that game. I remember all that stuff. I remember losing that Super Bowl to the Raiders and Marcus yeah. Allen just stomping all over us in that game. I remember that. Like, but even still, that we didn't hate our team, or we didn't, we we weren't dogging out our team during the year. No, we were disappointed, but we th- still this, loved them. Yeah, I, I thanks for the call. I want to get a couple more in here. Um, that that's see, there are lovable losers. There are teams and cities that don't produce sustained winning or stretches of winning or championships or even contention for championships, but they still have rabid fan bases. And ours withered away because 
it was just, it was a brutal one-sided relationship. The behavior, forget about what we've learned in the last, you know, five, six years about the way they treated their own employees. They were, he was treating his customers that way. You know, he was making us believe that we were lucky to even have a chance to participate. The arrogance um, and the mistreatment of the fan base. I mean, he never viewed any of us as fans or customers. He viewed us as marks. We were targets. He only saw dollar signs when he looked at us. You know, and the problem was we were so for so long devoted to the team that we became very easy during those first 10 to 12 years to take advantage of. You know, the product didn't need to have, never needed to be good as long as our memories of it being good made us write another check for tickets or for, you know, a jersey. You know, it was a total con job that was perpetuated on one of the most rabid fan bases of all time. And we were slow to the punch to figure it out. And that's what puts the next several years into some level of question because forever it was just get rid of Dan. But there's so much more complexity to it now, including the name. Uh, Joe in Springfield, my man, Joe's been on hold for a while. Joe. Tell Gary what he missed. Hey, Kevin, what's going on? What's up? So I'll just put it this way. I was four and a half, almost five years old when they won their last Super Bowl, but I remember watching those games with my dad, who was a Giants fan, but he's from New York, so that's a good reason. But we always were watching the games together. Uh And I remember the Super Bowl week uh, when George Michael, God bless rest his soul, for News 4, was always interviewing Joe Gibbs, I think, up in Minnesota the whole week. The vibe was fantastic, and you know, I remember when Charles Mann would always like you know lead by example. The Hogs, Kevin, can you name another offensive line besides the Hogs? The people like Bostic, Jacoby, and Grimm that would stay together for twelve years. You can't see that these days. That's how good it was, and they kept themselves together, but they never ever bragged how good they were. They did their job, and that's how that's that's how the we were during the eighties, early nineties with the glory years. You miss that now. And remember, Kevin, this is pre-social media. Can you imagine how the hogs would have been now on social media? It would have been crazy. I mean, it would in a good way. Imagine and Joe Theismann on, on social media. I've mentioned that to him before, and he has a great sense of humor yeah. about it. He laughs. He goes, I would have been yeah. just awful on social media. But no, no, you're, you're, you're right. I mean, by the way, what's interesting is we, we talk often about the three quarterbacks for Gibbs in the three different Super Bowls. The hogs didn't stay the same for 10 years. You know, you had Fred Dean and you had Mark May and, and and Stark, but then you ultimately had, I think, maybe the most gifted offensive lineman in franchise history other than Trent in Jim Lachey nailing down that left side. You know, guys like R.C. Thielman became significant along that offensive line, but that's the brilliance of Gibbs. Um, it wasn't, you know, the, the, the brand of, of football was smart. It was tough. It was adapt to whatever you have, especially on offense. And look, we've had this these conversations, and I, I failed to mention, and and it's a big failure. Richie Pettibone was a massive part of that stretch. He was a brilliant defensive coordinator, so smart, and fit into this. My God, these guys just from an X's and O's standpoint. 
They just scheme it up better and outsmart everybody. Let's go to uh, Sing. Sing, go ahead. Hey, Kevin, uh, longtime listener. Um, yeah, I grew up in uh, Tenley Town, and I, got, I want to tell you two stories that just are, are part of my life. Um, Windsor the, McKay's? The first time I went to RFK, I think you can look it up. I think. Sorry? I said Windsor McKay's. That was a hell of a bar in Tenley for a while in the 80s during their run. But go ahead. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, the first time I went to RFK, was, I think it was 89, and um, our neighbor was a season ticket holder. Uh, he couldn't go to the game for some reason, so he, he dropped him off at our house. And my brother and I, we just lost our minds. We had never gone to a game before because you just couldn't get a ticket. And uh, we went to RFK, and they blew out the Cardinals. I remember 31 zip. Stadium was just so loud, and I, as I was in like eighth grade, and the the environment was just ecstatic. It was just something I'd never experienced before in my life. I take you to another an, another part of my life, and with the Redskins, is that won the Super Bowl in '91. We went down to Georgetown from Tellytown. We went straight down to Georgetown, and that place was nuts. Like we yeah. were running through the streets on the sidewalks the cops couldn't even control the crowd and it was just again something i've never experienced before then through any any sporting event and yeah, i'm no. not sure if we'll ever ever yeah. see days like that again no I, I i did the tenley stretch down to georgetown many times during those years too and it was awesome and no matter what bar you went into when it was football season and there was a, it was a saturday night and there was a game the next sunday there was a lot of conversation about the next day. And, yeah, um, somebody just mentioned, uh, they just said, Sheehan, your, your, your best line was comparing the arrival of the Snyders as like Chevy Chase and the Griswolds coming to town. But that's really what it was. We went from smart, classy, um, just, you know, doing it the right way to arrogant, dense, um, and it was. It was like, you know, they rolled in in the Chevy Chase, you know. Uh, Chevy, uh, what's his face who played um, his brother-in-law or his cousin um, in Christmas Vacation? I'm blanking right now. Uh, showed up in the RV. Anyway, uh, that's what happened. Um, we went from pure class to pure and utter uh, low class. And that's why, you know, you could have dealt with a loser. It's hard to deal with the people, uh, that you had for all those years. Anyway, uh, that was a memory lane segment. We haven't done many of those in recent weeks. I don't think let's get to some football, including Super Bowl uh, football. Sam Monson's going to join us at 1135, but when we come back, we'll do a quick news segment, and there is something that Denton wants to share with me, which he just told me a few minutes ago uh, about our football team. He'll do that next. Kevin Sheehan Show, the Team 980, the Team980.com. We're free and live on the Odyssey app. By the way, Window Nation right now offering you an absolute deal that you've got to, con- you've got to consider if you're thinking about new windows. They're going to give you all of the windows that you purchase, no matter what window style, at half price, 50% off. And then you don't have to make any 
payments. You don't have to put any money down, and you won't get charged any interest for 24 months. It's time to fight the coming February cold, not this weekend, uh, but next week and beyond with new Window Nation windows. If your windows are older, you're paying too much in heating bills, your home doesn't look as good, if you and your spouse, if you and your roommates, if just you uh, have been thinking about new windows, just give Window Nation a call and get a free estimate. 866-90-NATION, windownation.com. They'll give you a free estimate. If you don't like it, go get them from somewhere else. But get an estimate. Deal with these people. They're the absolute best. They've got all the experience. They've got all the patience. They're going to also not be so patient when they install your windows because they can get it done in a day or less. 50% off, zero money down, zero payments, and zero interest for two full years. 866-90-NATION or windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.